Happy Wednesday, everyone. So today's recording goes just about right under an hour, and I try to keep them under 45 minutes, but Jazz was just too great of an interview to cut short. So um, let me do my traditional recording. One second. Uh, Happy Wednesday, and welcome to Don't Say the Date, a podcast about dating and all the stories that come with it. There we go. So I'm going to jump right into it. Here is Jazz. Okay, welcome back to Don't Say the Date, a podcast about dating and all the stories that go along with it. So today I'm sitting down with someone I don't think I've seen. This is 2021. I probably haven't seen you, Jazz, and it's been at least 10 years. Yeah, it has. At a minimum. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) At a minimum. So uh, Jazz and I went to high school together, and that's probably the last time I've seen you when I think about it. Like, dead ass. Yo, that's depressing to even think about. But anyway. I know, right? Long story short, we still keep in touch on social media like most millennials do. And um, I reached out to Jazz for two reasons. One, in school, which, of course, I'm thinking about. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say school was about 10 years ago. Okay, that's what I'll say. So <laughs> 10 years ago when we was in high school, she was a class clown then. Like, hilarious as shit. And then when I was doing my podcast, I was like, i got to get somebody on here that's going to keep my podcast lively. So that's why I reached out. So thank you so much for agreeing to do this um, with me today. Yeah, thank you for having me. For sure. Yeah, so... My, the way the podcast goes, I always ask people to tell me uh, if they're currently single or dating, mm-hmm. and there's. So go ahead with that. I am single, um, and I am a lesbian, full throttle. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and are you currently dating? Um, I mean, I kind of got. I keep a little rotation going, is what I call it. So I mean, yes and no. Um, right now, I don't have like a rotation because I kind of been like peeping somebody um but usually yeah you know this year mostly i've like kind of like had a rotation about three women that i was kind of talking to and is this all in the midwest area all in the midwest yeah mm-hmm. i mean i've dated outside um you know the midwest before and i mean it didn't turn out too great so i kind of try to stick with you know people that's like in drivable distance you know yeah a couple hours or so so you would so would you drive to chicago if you met someone yeah i'd drive to chicago yeah. Wow. See, I think I got spoiled because living here in Fort Lauderdale, I'll go to Miami, which is which. Okay, from where I live, Miami is a half an hour away, right? Yeah. There's another area of town called West Palm Beach, which is another county, and it's it's only forty five minutes away. And I'm like, nah, that's too far. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'll meet someone in Miami because that's a cool place to be, but West Palm Beach, nah, I can't even do it. Oh man. But, so do you get do you get flued out? You know, is what what they say. You know, I have been flown, I've been flown out a couple of times, but you know, it's one of those things. It was during, well, I mean, it was a little. Yeah, here's the deal. A lot of times when you meet people in Miami, they don't live here. Yeah. So a lot of times I meet these dope ass guys, and none of them live here. So they're like, "Yo, I stay in New York." Usually it's New Yorkers, or uh, and oddly enough, a lot of people from LA. Which if I live in LA, I'm not coming to Miami. I'm right? perfectly. Yeah, I know. You'd be surprised. So do people fly you out? Yeah, but I don't like to think of people flying me out as a luxury because. Mm. It's like the money they spend on the plane ticket is the same amount of money they would spend on dinner if we was here anyway. Uh, okay, okay. You know what I mean? So yeah. I hate to be like, yeah, he flying me out, but it'd be the same as if we just went to dinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Unless somebody flies me to like the United Kingdom, then I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, we, I'm yeah, getting flown out. It's more than a so. dinner ticket. <laughs> yeah. Have That's you ever steep. flown? Have you ever flown a woman in from out of state? Um, I was going to, but then, you know, uh, old girl got caught. She got caught up cheating on Valentine's Day one year. That's why I said, you know, the long distance wasn't for me. I didn't float out there to see her, but, you know, before I got that chance to fly her out, you know, she, she kind of, you know, messed up her bag with me. You feel me? How did you catch her? <laughs> um, well, some girl texted me back from her phone, like on Valentine's Day, like in the middle of the night. Cause I'm like, yo, like you good, you know, cause I ain't hear from her after she got off work. And, um, I was like, you know just checking in because that was kind of odd you feel me and then the girl must have texted me back from her phone like yeah she good and i'm like yo what so you know i called her and you know like what's up what's good and you know we had a little back and forth you know but i don't really go back and forth like you could have you know what i mean and then it was then she came back begging anyways you know what i'm saying so i just i just kind of cut the situation off altogether. i'm happy you did because you gotta you gotta protect your energy and that's self-esteem too like now you're gonna be out here cheating on me had me looking like a fool like no the the girl was ugly and she was older you know (laughs) she didn't have enough money and you know the excuse was that she was lonely and all this stuff i'm like you know yeah yeah whatever you know she couldn't do the long distance 
And so, you know, there's some people really just can't handle it or, or you know, they, I don't really think they can handle it. It's, I think it's just more of, you know, the lack of commitment, you know, and, and that's true. Uh, self-discipline. That's true. So, okay, let's get into it. So what story do you want to share? You know, you had the option of telling me a dating horror story, a sexual horror story, or time you was catfish. And I know we spoke a little bit before recording. I know you said you've never been catfished. So that's very, you're very fortunate. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so which, so out of those two options, which one are you going to choose today? Man, um, it's, it's so many. I mean, I'll, I'll probably choose uh the horror stories. Actually, I, I forgot about at least two most recently ones. You know, it's like back to back. It's crazy. Hit me with it. Hit us with it. Okay, so <laughs> I, um, I'll hit you with the first one. So pretty much, you know, like I said, I've been single. I've been single for about three years. I was with my ex for a little bit over six and a half years. And I got back into the dating scene. So I kind of was dating a couple of different people. I've dated a stripper at one point. Um, that was pretty fun and wild, but no, no crazy horror stories there. And then I had moved back to Indy and I started, you know, dating some people here. And one particular person, she had been my Facebook friend. And this, this has been my problem. I've been snagging women off of Facebook. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think that's been the wrong way to go, you know? Um, so I don't know how she became my friend or whatnot, but I must've seen her up on late night, you know, two in, two in the morning. And it really was just a booty call, you know, but I hopped in her inbox like, Hey, you know, you cute as fuck you know, trying to take you out. Can I take you out? And she's like, yeah, you know, so we exchanged numbers and everything. And the red flag that I should have paid attention to was like immediately, you know, our first phone conversation the day of the date. She called like, hey, you know, like I haven't been on a date with a woman in a while. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, which, which, you know, just a little uh, history. I'm used to attracting a lot of women that don't usually date women or like mm -hmm. they're curious, you know, or this is weird, but, but whatever. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. She's like, well, you know, what should I wear? And we should dress alike. And I'm thinking like dress alike. Wear but clothes. I, yeah. Like, yeah you feel me? I really just trying to get some butt to be, <laughs> to be <laughs> like, I ain't trying to do the, you know, the couple type of thing. Like we're not even there yet, sis. So anyways, um, I go pick her up. You know, she's, she's, she's dressed like with some shorts that like cut the ass cheeks and everything. And, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'm definitely getting some ass in. Like, I'm hoping, you know, this, this is what I'm thinking. So we go to Ripple and, you know, we get tacos and shit. And, like, she's very, like, affectionate immediately, you know, and, like, territorial a little bit. Which, you know, I wasn't tripping because I felt like I was going to cut her off, like, right after that, you know. Um, Not, but, so, wait, you go out with attention. So, hold on. Let me make sure make sure we're keeping up. Yeah. Meet somebody on Facebook. She's sexy to you. You're going to take her out. You trying to fuck, and then you're not gonna call her no more. Well, no, not necessarily, but like with her, it just was something. <laughs> it was something off a little bit, you know. And I was thinking too, like, I, I think I was also in that place of where I, like I said, I just been like kind of freshly still single. I still had feelings for my ex, but you know, so I may have been vulnerable in and in that sense to where I'm just like, you know, a little guarded, but at the same time, I'm like, uh, maybe gotcha. this ain't the way to go, but maybe I can get a quick nut. Gotcha. Okay. So, you okay. know, a little toxic masculinity, I'm, I'm assuming, you know, about myself, you know. I, but at least we're self-aware. If you're self-aware, it's not as bad. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, we get to the parking lot and this group of girls pull up, you know, they fine and shit. And I'm very flirtatious and I'm, I'm very charming. So, you know, I'm usually talking to women a lot, you know. And they, you know, they just looking at me because we standing outside and she's smoking. And then she just walks up to me and just starts like tonguing me down, sucking on my neck and shit. I'm like, yo. So. At the same time, I like a woman that knows how to go for it. So we get back to the crib. We start smashing. So, yo, every day, like, it just became an everyday thing. And she did not want to leave my crib, yo. She didn't <laughs> want to leave my crib. She started telling people she was my girlfriend. I had to ask her to stop telling people that. And she thought it was like, oh, well, I'm, I mean, people don't really got to know that you're not really my girlfriend. I said, well, they don't have to know that I am because I'm not. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I, I, I was so confused, but the sex was crazy. So I couldn't even, you know, I was trying to, you know, compromise, I guess, and be a little lenient. I'm like, let me let her do her thing because she don't really know nobody and she don't know the people that I know. You know, right. so and she let me do whatever. And I love women that let me kind of do whatever in the bedroom. So it was it was great, you know, and I'm like, all right, bet. But then the crazy shit started coming out, you know, her personality. Like she started acting real wild. And I'm like, ah, oh, yeah. I don't think I'm gonna be able to handle this one. So, you know, we kind of start clashing because she starts to try to move in so quickly. And this is within three weeks. She told me she loved me and all type, type of shit. And I'm like, yo, Isn't there I'm a not... stereotype attached to lesbians. Isn't it called like you haul lesbians? Yes, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. And 
I'm very upfront with women. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, I may have my ways of like, you know, okay, like I just kind of want to fuck yada yada. But I'm very open and honest about it, you know. So from the get go, I, I tell women all the time, like, hey, I just want this to be casual. You know, we can go with the flow, you know, but I'm not expecting something to come out of this, especially if that's not what we own up front. Like you basically just you curious about me. So you want to get something out of me, you know, some experience. Cool. And I'm going to get something out of you. And we don't have to, like, you know, hold no attachments. And one thing about me, I don't really get emotionally attached. Right. So especially with sex. But it seems like every time that I have sex with a woman, they get emotionally attached. They want a relationship. They don't know how to leave my house. You know, they start doing the most, you know. And this particular person, like, she couldn't handle that. You know what I mean? Like, so she started going live about me. And I had to ask her, like, hey, can you quit speaking on me live? Like, you know, like, we can keep shit, you know, between us and everything. So she didn't respect those boundaries. And and one day I was like, you know what? I'm just cool. Like, you kind of been doing too much. You've been you've been pressing me to meet my, my kid and I don't let women just be around my son, you know, especially early. Like I said, it's been less than a month, but it felt like forever because she didn't want to leave. I had to like tell her I need some space a little bit. Right. Wait, so, now when she was going live, was it positivity or negativity? Or just it was negativity. Place? It was like, she was, she was capping, you know, like, ugh, like my girlfriend says that I do too much on Facebook. I'm like, Oh no, I'm not. How old was she? You say what? How old was she a child? Like like a 21? Right. No, she I think she was at the time. So I was 33, I believe. She might have been like 30. No. Well that that's a that's a little gray area, but that's still too childish to be doing that. For real. Yeah. And she had two kids of her own, you know? And it was just, you know, it was just wild to me that, you know, she would go and like per- portray me in a certain light. Like she would say look just a little negative stuff, you know, but she wouldn't she wouldn't name drop me. And then she, you know, talked about my son, you know, Mm-mm. so that's what really had got me, you know, upset. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you got to go. And it wasn't negative, but it was also like kind of condescending, like, oh, well, she got a kid, but he's not really her kid, you know, because, you know, in, you know, certain lesbian relationships or so forth, like, you know, we, we tend to take on our partner's kid, especially if we've been there for day one, you know. So that's the kind of situation that, that, that I have been in. And he's five now. So I'm the only other, like, parent that he knows you know i'm his mom too you feel me right so for her to say that it's also non-accepting of you know like that's hurtful yeah yeah it yeah. does because that has nothing to do with sexual orientation if it, no matter who's been there in a child's life that's what they claim exactly. that's what they claim it don't matter yeah exactly people have stepdads and all type of yep. stuff you know and they, they like that's my real dad like you know he's been the one that's there even though their biological dad is present or whatnot that you know like it's just those situations like family is family and I asked her, you know, with respect so many times. And, like, that was just the iceberg. Like, hey, you know what? You can't respect my boundaries. It's over. So I must have missed her call. <laughs> I got in the shower. And, you know, I was on the clock. But, you know, I kind of do my own thing Went on the clock at home, working from home. So I got in the shower. I got out the shower. I had a missed call. It was her. I didn't want to call her back, you know, because I was over it. And I didn't feel like talking. I get on Facebook. I'm tagged to this live. And, like, she's going in on me. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> wait she ta- wait she tagged you in the diss track so you can watch her diss you yeah yeah so that all our mutual friends and you know people that know like everybody started seeing this yo and like she was talking like i was sweating her i'm like what and mind you i've kept screenshots of this girl blowing me up calling me private when i didn't answer like i tried to cut her off more than once you know i fucked up because i went back and fucked her again which I'm sure a lot of, you know, a lot of niggas do and, you know, women do. (laughs) (laughs) I had cut her off before, you know, and one day she must have asked me something, something frivolous, you know, and I was like, yeah, and I answered. So then she FaceTimed me and I'm like, you know, what's up? She's like, what you on? I'm like, you know what I'm on? She's like, all right, well, bring that strap. (laughs) And I I think that's why I really fucked it up because, you know, I I think I I fucked her too, fucked the crazy out of her. Like she was bleeding. It was a lot. That can happen, though. That can happen, though. I mean, it's called, like, dickmatized. You know, I'm in, in, my, in my community, right? Like, sometimes dudes just dick you yeah. down and don't know how to act. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, to, to be quite frank, like, I invest in my strap-ons. Like, I get I get the shit that, 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 that feels real. Like, the real deal. Yo, those aren't cheap. Those they are ain't. not cheap. They I've not. seen those. <laughs> I actually will come back, but I actually seen one. This blew my mind. I went to, um down here, Chicago had it, too. I forget what it's called. It's, like, a sex fantasy um expo but they have like all the vendors everybody comes out to display their products right yeah 
and it was this it was this uh, was well, a dildo but you know obviously you can use it as a strap but it literally ejaculated yeah like that I never knew that shit existed. Yeah, yeah. Now, see, I don't want to get those because I, I, it kind of creeps me out a little bit. But if the lady is into it, I would invest in that. You know, like I'm a, I'm a Gemini, so typically we like to please our partner sexually. So we kind of open to a lot of things, but like certain things we're not open to, we're not open at all. You know, but right. when it comes to pleasing them, yeah, for sure. But you know, so yeah, I invested in one of those. And she also would keep talking about like, oh my god, like it just feels like this this dick is a part of you <laughs> like like it's but it real, is like, real. i'm like yeah pretty much you know <laughs> so wait so what, go back to this live so yeah live she's she's got she's she's tupac she's coming for you what yeah happened? she's coming for me but she's also dragging other people in that had nothing to do with it and making up lies so she's trying to like destroy friendships and shit oh, like okay. i never share shit with her like that because of the fact that i know how people are and like she knew um a mutual friend of mine's right mm-hmm. and she knew her girlfriend and at the time, like, you know, she told me the experience that she used to snort cocaine. Okay. I'm like, okay. You know, this is like the third girl that I didn't fucked in the road. It told me that they used to snort cocaine. I'm like, what is going on? So <laughs> I'm like, all right, that's cool. No judgment. She's like, well, yeah, you know, she used to snort as well, which I already heard that before. And I'm like, all right, so I left her alone. And I'm like, well, you know, me and me and her girl, you know, we not, don't really talk as much anymore. You know, well, we cool, but we not as tight. Just plain and simple. So she want to bring them like, oh, what? You're not even cool with your friends anymore. And that's probably why that one chick, you know, this is the chick that I used to date before her. Like, that's probably why she left you alone. <laughs> like, name dropping. All these people are like Facebook friends, you know? And I'm like, what the fuck, yo? So then I'm also getting hit up like, what's going on? Why is she bringing me? Like, I'm like, man. Right. Because like, now you guys have to explain to everybody, like, you know that's what I'm not saying? what happened. Right. And, and, you know, the crazy thing about it, so... I'll give you something that you know that a lot of people have seen alive and a lot of people haven't. So one, of, I have a couple of dildos, and the dildo that I used on her was a white dildo, and okay. I got that by accident because I ordered a black one, and these niggas sent me a, and they sent me a <laughs> white one, but it still fucking got the job done, right? Right. <laughs> so that's like no, that's interracial love. I'm with it. Go ahead. Yeah, you know. So you know, of course, she wanted to bring her like with your white dick. I'm like, well, you was sucking this motherfucker. And Wait, it's, it's so a she, fake. she really was she was really clowning. She was clowning, yo. So, you know, I had to go live and I shouldn't have, you know, looking back on it, but I was angry and I never go live, you know. And people were like, Oh, take this down, juice, take this down. Like, but they cracking up. And you know, my shit goes up because I'm popular. And you know, people want to hear what I got to say. Her shit is like maybe 10 viewers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like at over 200. You know, that's people that pop in and out, you know. So I'm like, you know, she's talking all this bullshit, but yet. She was sucking my, my fake dick. Like, you talking bad about, like, all these things. And, you know, it's just weird. It's just weird. So, yeah, I, I, man, she threatened to, So, we made a sex tape, man. Like I said, we was wilding out. <laughs> we was wilding out in that short amount of time. But it was literally just sex to me. But, you know, she got emotionally attached. And, and I hate that, you know, because I didn't want to, like, end on bad terms. You know what I mean? Because I'm not really right. the type of person. But it was like she wouldn't respect my boundaries, you know, when I kept asking her to. And when she spoke on my kid, it just was like, all right, well, we just don't need to engage anymore because you obviously don't respect me right. to even respect my boundaries. So I didn't feel bad, you know, for cutting her off, you know, and I would have I would have had some type of, you know, uh, sympathy for her if she wouldn't have did all that, you know, as far as like her catching feelings, because I'm, I'm not that type of person, you know, like I, I'm not going to knock anybody for falling in love or, you know, just even liking me or caring about me like. You know, like I'm just not like that, but she blew it. So yeah, she right. Threatened to, um, she threatened to post my sex, t- our little sex video and shit. It was just wow. Where was wow. I at? Cause I follow you. I must have been at work. Cause I sure would have got me some popcorn and sit down. And do this. <laughs> like it was during the work day. It was like at three something p.m. Eastern Standard Time, yo. It was, was <laughs> yo, like, you ain't got. But that's a shame too. I mean, it's funny to laugh about now, but in the moment, like, yeah, that's hurtful. Yeah. Yeah. It was wow. And I was like, man, I, I had to delete my shit because, you know, I'm like, this ain't even me. You know, she still kept hers up. And the crazy thing about it, of course, she came back around, hit my inbox like, oh, I'm sorry. And, you know, yada, yada. And anybody that knows me or even just dealt with Gemini before, too, like, we typically don't apologize if we don't feel like we're sorry. We just don't. Yeah. Especially if you call something, we're not going to we're not going to apologize. So I was like, oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Then she snapped on me again for not apologizing back. 
And like, when you I, said you were a Gemini, I was like, okay, that's to me, that's no shade. That's the worst sign ever. Oh, and I'm like, man, but a Gemini no. lesbian? I don't even know. I don't even know how we friends, man. Because the people who give me the most grief are Geminis. The most grief. Really? Gemini yeah. men? I heard Gemini men are a motherfucker. Yeah, times two. For no reason. Just yeah. for no reason. Just for waking up. They already on some shit. Like, damn, it's been 20 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, see, that ain't me. Like, And I will say that my friends and stuff, a lot of people said I'm different when it comes to dating. Like, I'm a different Gemini. But maybe because I'm on the cusp of being a tourist. Like, I start the Gemini season. Like, the very okay. first day. So, like, okay. that, you know, it's some books and some, you know, um, some charts. They say that I'm a tourist. But, you know, I'm a Gemini. You know what I mean? Right. So, I do have yeah. the flip side. Like, it's either Maybe like, that's why we make it. Because I was like, whoa, that's a sign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, she come back. Now, here's a question I want to ask you. Did you take her back? I didn't. That's That's how I know I've grown. Maybe 20-something-year-old Jazz, I would have probably still been beating it up. I probably would have still been beating it up if she didn't go live and, and like, brought other people into it, you know? But she brought right. people into it that now I'm no longer cool with, you know, because we, we didn't even have a conversation about anything, but they went ahead and believed, which, you know, the friendship was already in it anyway, so I wasn't tripping, you know? But people believed her before even talking to me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Then they befriended her, which was weird. Like, how you going to befriend somebody that, that caused some issues between us? And now y'all not cool no more because y'all see how messy she is. You know what I mean? Right. That's, so it's just yeah. like, yeah, you, you picked your side. Now you got to stay there. It's okay. None of them come back. Like, once I cut people off, it's over. I'm with you on that. And that is gross because at the same time, even if she did say something, I'm like, yo, Jazz, this is what she said. Like, what's yeah. up? And if you and, and, and the thing about you, and I know you, and we not even, like I said, we high school friends. And I know you well enough to know you always keep it 100. So you be like, yeah, I told, you, I told you do coke. And I'm like, all right. Then. And then we just go on what I did. Right. <laughs> so right. just keep it 100. Yeah, yeah. Like, like so. and, you know, and it also helped me, like, with more, like, different, like, future, you know, dating, um, you know, and relations with people. Because I had another, you know, kind of psycho that she stole my remote after we had sex and I put her out. Like, she stole my remote control. For your te- television? For my TV, yo. <laughs> why? Wait, you got to tell me. Why? Why? Man, because I didn't want to keep having sex with her. Real so she shit. took your remote control? <laughs> she stole my remote. That's not, she probably a Virgo. That's some dumb shit I would do. Like, okay, she was um, she was an Aries, and I never dated another Aries at the end. She just took it because remotes are expensive. That's one of them things you have to have. It was a Samsung remote, yo. Like, it went to my TV. You know what I'm saying? Yo, with all the she... little prime buttons and shit, you know? <laughs> I was got so you. Mad. That's pretty clever. I think I start doing that, just taking dumb oh, shit. Like no. the police, hey, the police won't come for that, but it's just enough to piss <laughs> you off. Like, okay, that damn there might have hurt more than the uh, more than the Facebook live. I ain't gonna lie, cause I didn't have, shit. I couldn't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you mad? Now you can yeah. sit at home and think about us because I have your remote. That's yeah, no, for remember. real, for real. It's like I'm telling you, like when when women and I and I, it ain't saying it's a two mile horn, but I think that I'm very great in the bed, you know, and. When we when I have sex with these women, it's like they become possessive over me, right? Like, right. like the first girl. So this one, we had actually this is a long distance relationship. One of the ones that, that was Midwest, and we mm-hmm. had been talking for a year. And um, I also had a young lady that I was talking to here. But you know, typically how it works with me is like when one is kind of like falling off or not, you know, being consistent or you know what I mean. They ain't really applying pressure. The other one right. steps up automatic it just like happens simultaneously like that so it works out and you know they, they both knew about each other but this one was coming in town so i'm like okay well how long are you gonna be here she's coming to town i visit some family it was like a family celebration going on because she's from here but she lived in um um in illinois right okay and i'm like yeah uh how long are you gonna be here because you know i got an exam saturday i had an important exam so for you know um just you know inquiring minds like i am uh, working on my broker's license so i begin into real estate so I'm like, you know, I got a um exam Saturday, right? She's like, well, I'll be in from Wednesday to Sunday. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'll make some time for you. She told me that the first day she was coming in, she was going to be with her family, right? Okay. So she came in like five in the morning and came straight over here. And I'm like, okay. She said she was going to drop off my THC products because, you know, it's legal out there. And I had her get me some stuff. Right. And she was like, she was going to go back to her people house. So that never happened. You know, she came over here. My little and just brother, stayed. Yeah, and stayed. Which you know, I wasn't going to complain because, like I said, you know, it was long distance. We haven't really spent no time with each other, and I was just trying to like be nice and like compromise a little bit. But she ended up staying like the whole day. Her family was blowing her up. You know, like we started. You know, we started having sex and shit. You know, back to back to back. <laughs> and at this point, 
you know, we, we also, you know, engaged in, uh, you know, marijuana. Right. Uh, we had some mimosas and shit. Like, we was kind of turning up, you know. It's not like a vibe. You're just chilling. Enjoying yeah, we was vibing yeah. and chilling. And my brother, you know, he's in the other part of my, my crib. He's 17, so he ain't worried about us. You know, we're doing our own thing. Um, And I also had took a shroom. You know, Damn. my first trip. I was supposed to be, you know, my first trip having a good time. And it was like she took advantage of that. <laughs> you know, I, sex on the shroom, though, like, that's, that could go bad. I know. I know. And that, I'm my, very my, lucky that it didn't. Yeah, I, go ahead. Well, you know, it didn't really necessarily go good either because I felt like she ruined my high. And I didn't take enough. I just I took just enough. You know, I just took a small piece. So okay. I wasn't, like, tripping really hard. But I was tripping enough to where it was like, yo, like I felt it. And I was like, yo, you kind of killed my vibe. So, you know, when we talked about those boundaries and there, there are certain things that certain Gemini's wouldn't do, like sexually, mm-hmm. I don't like receiving penetration. Okay. You know, I do like receiving oral sex and shit like that, you know, like different like forms of intimacy and, you know, uh, foreplay. Cool. But like penetration, I just don't like it, you know, and I've had it before. Like, it's not for me. Like, it's, you yeah. know. So yeah, she knows this, but yet like we've gotten to it before because like when she gets drunk, she turns to a different person, right? Which is a turnoff to me. And before she came out here some months prior to, um, she asked me because she dicked me down, and I'm like, "Yo, what the fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's my word, that's my line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. And I'm like, "Yo, chill out, like quit playing," you know, because I'm I'm not gonna just scold you like you know the first time you say some shit, but if you are gonna keep saying some shit. Now you go, you aggravate me on purpose because you know that's what I don't. I'm like, listen, you know I don't like that shit. Like, it's not gonna happen, love. And, and if she's never done it to too. nobody before, and I'm like, the people you dated before me are are less masculine than me. Why do you think you could even fuck with me? Why do yeah. you think that you could even do that to me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So when you ask like, her these questions, did she respond? Did she tell you why? Because that's that's very disrespectful. It, I, I don't right, like that. Right? I thought it was just me, and she'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, and uh, I don't know, I just. I just want to try all these things. I said, well, you're not going to try that with me, love. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's no. not going to happen. You know, I'm sorry. I'm like, well, maybe you need to go go get your rocks off with a film or something. Like, I'm I'm down with that. Like, we're not together, do you? Right, and right. We thought we had this understanding. She's like, I won't ever bring it up again. So fast forward to the visit, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't got our, our nuts in and shit. And we didn't ate good. And, I, and now, she, you know, I'm getting phone calls. She want to give me head on the phone. Like, it's 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 going pretty good. She didn't want to stop, you know, having sex, right? And it's getting late. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, when you, what, are you still going to your people house? Because I, I want to have some time to study, right? And she like, well, yeah, um, they can wait, yada, yada. I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, I'm going to study for a minute. She wouldn't stop bothering me. So mind you, the, the shroom kicked in, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm kind of in my zone. And she's get now she's also feeling the weed and the, you know and, and the drink she's drinking more right, and she's all in my ear saying the same shit like when you gonna let me let me put this dick in you I'm like girl get off of me because now yeah. I'm also kind of stuck you know like to where I know that I'm I'm faded you know what I mean but right. I'm trying to like focus because I was cool until she kept doing it so she kept doing it and I had to keep like pushing her off of me because she kept saying the same type of mannerisms in my ear and I'm like yo like. What is with you? Like, just really being childish about it. Like, like if you know that's something that I don't like and I don't enjoy, and I feel like now you're crossing boundaries once again. You know, yeah. it's like, damn, like, do you know, and you in my crib. So she got mad at me. Like, oh, well, you, you can fuck me all day, but now you want to study. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. That's exactly what I want to do. Yeah. Like, you in the way of the bag. And right. she act like that's what I was gonna say. She act like you want to play video games. I'm trying to better myself. Come Can I on have now. some time to do that? Yeah, that's how like, I felt. And and it just made me feel like, damn, you're not even the type of woman that I want to date. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah. So I already knew that it was over. Like once I once you give me signs of like that, we can't grow together, and you know it's not gonna progress. It's a wrap. I don't care how many times we fuck. So how did you get her out your house? Well, she said she was going to her people's house. She was like, she so she started packing after after I was like, can you let me study in, in peace, please? Because now right. you're aggravating me. She got shitty. And, you know, she made that comment. So she's at the end of my bed and she's packing her bag. And you know how women try to give you that look to see if you're going to look at them, to, you know, to kind of like, <laughs> to kind of forgive them. And like, I I kept blatantly ignoring her. Like I, I was seeing her on my peripheral, 
I'm like, bitch, I ain't looking at you. I know what you're trying to do. That's that Gemini shit. That's that Gemini shit. Because just this summer, I was at a Gemini's house trying to make him mad, and he was not giving me the time of day. For real. For real. Because when we sit, we sit. Like, I don't want to hear that shit. Like, you're not, I'm not going, right? So she, she's like standing there staring for, you know, for good a couple of seconds. It's a long time, right? And I'm steady ignoring her ass. So then she's starting to slam shit in her, in her, um, in her little duffel bag and shit, her little suitcase and shit. <laughs> then she goes to get in the shower. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, ain't you leaving? All right, just cool. I ain't tripping. You know, I ain't, I ain't no asshole. Right. You come back in the room. You're a raggedy ass motherfucker. I said, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Not raggedy. You call me raggedy, friend. I'm like, damn, ain't nobody ever called me raggedy. I don't think, you know. So I'm like, all right, man, that's cool. I'm like, can you hurry up? I'm now, I'm calm, real calm, you know. So I'm like, can you hurry up and go? She's like, Fuck you! How you go? And then I had asked her. I was like, "Well, did you still want that weed from my cousin? Because she, because she wants, she wants some more smoke." I you said, well, "Yeah, blood. my cousin got some. You know, I can give you his address." She's like, "Fuck you! You said you're gonna take me." And now I'm like, "You don't want, like, you saying all this disrespectful shit. Why do I want to take you? I'm saying you can go on your own. Ain't you leaving and going out east anyways? <laughs> you could just stop by. You know what I'm saying? Like, he gonna look out, right?" She didn't care about that. So she just wanted to start keep getting disrespectful. I'm ignoring her, like, for real. Now I'm not even engaging. So then she comes over to my little workspace and shit. And she's like, you know what? You're a narcissist. I called her a narcissist before. She never called me a narcissist till I started calling her one. You know, and I hate that. She, like, looked, she looked the word up. was like, oh, okay, I'll yeah, fly this. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's like, you really a whole ass nigga. I'm like, all right, bitch. Because now... <laughs> Cause now you keep pushing, you know what I mean? Like she kept poking at me, and now I called her a bitch. Oh, now I'm a bitch. Like you know, she turned up, which probably was a mistake. I should just kept ignoring her. So she's right. taking forever, like to get out of my crib. Like you didn't bring a lot of shit over here, B. Like it shouldn't take that long. So I grabbed her duffel bag off my chair, and she had her suitcase. She's like, put my fuck. I said, man, now you gotta go, cause now you being disrespectful, and now right. you get me shitty to disrespect you, and I ain't trying. I ain't trying to do that. And it's my crib. Fuck you, mean. Right. So as I'm taking her duffel bag out, I walked it through the house to go to the, to the door, right? Back door. I put it outside. And the whole time I'm thinking, I had this feeling like, damn, I hope this bitch ain't stealing nothing, right? Right. <laughs> she ain't doing shit to my room, right? So I go back in the house and my brother is like, what's going on? He's making dinner for us. And he's like, so she's not staying for dinner? I was like, nah, bro, fuck that. It's just me and you. <laughs> As he pulls the third plate from the table, like, okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was like, more for us. I'm like, <laughs> I, and I told him, so I said, listen, bro, like, let this be a lesson. Don't ever let anybody disrespect you in your house, period. Never. Yeah, Especially they ain't paying no bills in this motherfucker. Not, like, don't let nobody disrespect you in your crib. They can go. He was like, right. noted. So she storms out after as I'm walking back. And I get back to my room. I'm like, I'm checking shit, right? I'm like, damn, okay, let me make sure. My room is, I'm very neat and organized and clean, especially because I knew I had company too. You're going to make sure the crib is spotless, right? Right. So I'm looking like, okay, my gun is still here. <laughs> my weed. That's good, yes. You know what I'm saying? My wallet, you know, I'm looking around like, I'm not thinking nothing of it. And, you know, mind you, Scooby-Doo was on in the background. Kind of helps me study a little bit, you know. So I'm like, all right. So I sit back down to my desk, get my laptop open. Time go by. Right, and I'm like, damn, let me turn this TV off. Right, <laughs> and I'm like, where the fuck is my remote? So I'm looking everywhere, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I know I ain't tripping. I mean, I get to tearing the house, the the room up, right? So I'm like, bro, I call bro. I'm like, bro, you is my remote in there? He like, no. So then he gets to help me look. I mean, we tore this house up. It's not in the trash. I didn't just take the trash. You know, it wasn't nothing like that to where like, right. I could have discarded this motherfucker on accident. Did she send you a picture now? No, she didn't. She ignored me. But I knew okay. she did. It, it, there's, I still, you know how sometimes things turn up a year later or some shit, you know? Right. Like, damn, that's what it, it never showed up. I had to order a whole new remote. How much was it? Um... It was only like twenty bucks plus the shipping. You know what the oh, shipping thing, I shit. thought it was a lot more for those like smart TVs and all that. Yeah. They cost so much. I yeah. got off of Amazon. It probably would have been, but you know, Amazon. I'm like, let me get the hell yeah. yeah. Was, and, and you know, you could tell it's slightly different. 
but fuck it, it works, right? I think I'm gonna start doing that. I think audience should listen. Just take someone's remote control. That's that's the moral of this whole podcast. Dead ass. Like, take the remote control. Dead ass. <laughs> like that hurt. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna start. Or I'm gonna do something stupid. Like you know the toilet paper roll. Like take the yeah. The, um, you take thing some in the petty. You take some petty out of an organized person house. Yeah. It's gonna yeah. affect them. Like no lie. Like <laughs> and you know it was crazy because I was like, damn. Like her head was cool. Her pussy was cool. Fuck her, man. I don't even want to go. Like, as I, <laughs> that's why I said, man. So, you know, I blocked her on almost everything. I forgot right. to block her on one of my Instagram pages. And, like, of course, she, she started watching my stories and shit later on down the road. I blocked her on Snapchat. But I still wasn't going to reach out because when I asked her about my remote control, she ignored me. I was like, yeah, that bitch. So I blocked her. I yep. just blocked her. That's the best, too. You know what? I was thinking about something you said. Because, okay, here's the deal. I don't get in men's face right i don't try to fight men i don't call men names i don't yeah i don't start an argument with a man because if a man even stand up i start crying i already know that so i don't even do it right but i'm curious what have you found in lesbian relationships where it's okay it's woman to woman so we can we can be domestic we in this box right we box and i kind of curious about that because i still wouldn't out of general respect i wouldn't right. touch nobody else in their own home right but i'm definitely not doing it to a man i'll just get my little bag of stuff and go mm-hmm do you think that women are more disrespectful to you? And and for oh, yeah. and for the audience, Jazz, how tall are you? I'm five one. I'm short. That's what I thought. So Jazz <laughs> is not a big girl. She's not big at all. Never was big. Just not a not a big woman. Straight up. So I, I always. But I, walk, but I walk like I got big dick energy. But that's what most <laughs> of the people do. That's what. Yeah, yeah. You can't tell Jazz she's not a left tackle. But at the, end the gate. Of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, do you find that women? Do you think they're testing you? Do you think if you were for a sure. man, they would do this? Okay. Nope. Nope. And I say that all the time. Like, even my ex, you know, um, I, t- I had to tell her so many times, like, she tried to choke me. Ain't no try. She didn't choke me out a couple of times. <laughs> like, and I, I just don't like do the domestic because, one, I really know how to fight and I know how to box. That's right. Legit, you know. And when they notice about me, and I had the first girl that tested me was one of my ex-girlfriends from almost like a decade ago. And the one time I finally hit her ass back, I blacked her eye. And Ooh. she never let it go, but she never touched me again. That's true. Yeah. You know, and but see, because if you was a man though, you'd be sitting behind the jail. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and like, so this 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 chick that I'm feeling lately, like she, you know, she talks about, you know, the how she don't really she don't know if she could date a girl because she'll she knows she'll have to fight their ass. And you know, I was like, but why? She was like, you know, well, I know with with a guy, I would I wouldn't even like even think about it because I know he's stronger than me, but I know I can whoop a girl. And I'm thinking, like, you can't whoop me. But that that is the mentality that I think a lot of them have. But why you do know? you even want I wouldn't even say that? I don't want to fight anyone in there. I don't want to fight on, anyone. Now. Like that's, that's why me. would you even say that? Yeah. Right, right. That's me. And it's like, like, I think that they really think that they can whoop me or something because I'm short. You know, or right. just because I'm also because I'm a woman, but that is very huge in the lesbian community. Like women, they feel like we both bitches. We both got the same right. thing. That's that's right. the comments that I hear. Like we gonna fight? No, the fuck we not. We just not gonna be together. Cause I don't want to fight nobody that I love. Like that's weird. That's like you know. Oh like, man, I'm gonna. This is gonna be the. That's gonna be the sound clip. I don't want to fight nobody. And I do agree. I can never understand that. And I do see that. But I also see it in male relationships too. Like I just see like I know. Um, you know, I have gay male friends who. Would just want to fight the other person, their their partners, and I'm just like, yep. why? <laughs> just yep. why? Yep. I don't know. It's it's interesting, but that's why I have this podcast because I love to get the perspectives of you know everyone. Um, let me ask you this: What are you using when you, I know you're single now and kind of casually dating? Do you is Grinder just for males or is Grinder for females too? Well, typically I've heard is for for males, and I've never been on there to even see if it's for females because of that. Like okay. I haven't heard any women like be on there. There is an app called. Um, uh, her? Tammy, her, yep, oh. there's her, and there's Tammy. Um, it used to be another one. I had downloaded them. I made a few profiles, you know, but the women on there they just be looking dusty. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> and I, That's funny. I, you need to come visit me because we have. Well, obviously, South Florida has a large LGBT, LGBT plus community. Yeah, and um, and I love that, and which is part of the reason I moved. People don't know that they think I left Indiana just because I was looking for you know Miami, which is not necessarily true. Mm-hmm. My graduate work is in diversity and inclusion and equity. Okay, and I knew there was no way for me to um for me to really study the very people that I want to be inclusive of when I live in black and white Indiana, right? right? It's very black and white. And if you're not one of those, you're Mexican, even if you're Chinese, they're like, oh, he's Mexican. Because they just just put you in those three groups. So when I moved down here, I was like, okay, here's my opportunity to learn different cultures. And I have done that. 
But in conjunction with that, I have ran into so many different people who identify, oh, so many different identifications and sexual orientations. And we have a large community for that. And that's what I love about being down here. Um, With that being said, do you find, do you think that living in in the Midwest has kind of hampered your ability to meet lesbians? And I do say, and I mean genuine lesbians too, because I, I, a lot of my friends say, I don't want to, you're not an experiment. So they'll mm-hmm. meet someone who's bi-curious or curious. Yep. And they're like, no, I'm not, this is real for me. This ain't no play play thing. Yep. Is that something you run into a lot? Definitely. Definitely. I, I wholeheartedly believe that is very um, conservative here with like just even women being open about their sexuality. It is. Right. And right. like the ones that are full lesbians, they're either married. Some of them are cheating, you know, some mm-hmm. of them just ain't my type, you know? And it's like, and I, I, I mean, you know, everybody has a little bit of like expectations and and um and and standards and shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and I can't, I can't necessarily date somebody that I'm not at least a little bit attracted to, you know. So it's like the ones that do be available, I just, I can't, I ain't got no chemistry with them. And it, like I said earlier, you know, it seems like a lot of the women that gravitate towards me are women that are bi curious. You right. And yeah. I hate it. And then it's like. They be fine as fuck though, <laughs> and I have a problem with that. You know, I, I do have a, I do have a problem with dating a lot of shallow ass like women. You know, right? And I think that's what's been fucking me up. But when I have traveled and you know I've met like other women because I'm in I'm in a, a gay a lesbian fraternity called Alpha Psi Cap Fraternity Incorporated. Uh, I've been a member since 2006, so it's. A I did natural, not know that. Yeah, yeah. Tell me, tell me about that. So it's it's a pretty much an organization under a big organization, an umbrella one called uh, Tau Kappa Phi. And there's uh, the dominant masculine lesbian one, which is Alpha Psi Kappa Fraternity. And then there's the the feminine one uh, for like films and just uh, women that are, uh, you know, are uh, allies of, you know, of the community. And there's this uh, Phi New Kappa. And then there's uh, Kappa Psi Kappa, which is for the gay males. And then we also have, you know, um, a few trans organizations that just got established a couple of years ago. That's so we're beautiful. All, yeah. So we're all on this big umbrella and we have national events. We have national crossings and so forth. So I, I, I traveled a lot since I was 20. So I haven't traveled as much since COVID, but I've been pr- pretty much all over the U S and what I've found in like more diverse and inclusive areas, like there's way more like women, like an options available for women that really just like women and women only, you know, Right. And here it's just so difficult to find that and to find good quality ones or even just ones that match up with you, you know? So, right. and I just don't want to settle. <laughs> Yo, that's the millennial story. That's why they say most of us aren't getting married because we, up. we just kind of like, nah, I'm straight. Like I'm doing good alone. Why am I going to add this? Headache? For real. For yeah. real. Like I love my life. Like the person that I did want to marry, you know, was my son's mom and so forth. And, you know, that didn't work out. So I've really just been rediscovering myself. And I would love to move out of state, which is a goal and which is another reason why I'm getting into real estate. So then I can be able to have some properties in a few different places. And I've also been working on my Airbnb business. So that way I can be somewhere else and still be, you know, with my kid, you know, and, and, and travel back and forth. But also have maybe, you know, meet some some better quality women or they're just ones that, you know, that fit into the lesbian world, like all right. the way. And it's open, so, it's comfortable. If you could choose a city, which city would you go to? Man, um, honestly, I love L.A. Um, I thought about moving to L.A. Um, my mom lives in Arizona um, in Phoenix, but I don't want to live out in Phoenix. But really, L.A. has been my, my, my top choice. But I know that's, that's pretty fast paced. But I loved it. I went out there and I went to the lesbian club. I met um, one of the uh, one of the cast members from The Real L Word that was mm-hmm. back in like 2002 ten or something like two thousand nine. It was a long time ago. But it was dope. Like just the atmosphere. Everybody was free. Um and it just made me feel more comfortable like just being in a different atmosphere where I was like, okay, you know what? I can probably really see myself just living and thriving out here, being me. Cause I right. get discriminated out here um with the type of work that I was doing. You know, I was doing youth uh work and organization and community, you know, engagement for 10 plus years. And I was getting discriminated by conservative lesbians that were higher ups. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't fit. Why? Because you have a look or? Because I have a look. Because I have, you know, I have dreadlocks to them. You know, they're locks to me. You feel me? And, you know, because I dress more urban, you know, like because I have this because I have this look. 
You know? Right, because that makes you let me see a double. So no, that's like a so you're a woman, so that's a minority. Then you're a black woman, and then a, so that's like three times the minority. Yep, exactly, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. That's tough, and, and it's you're right. Intimidating that's, here, <laughs> you yeah. know, because down here it's like okay, but I get it. That's another reason I move because they see you coming. They've already put you in a box, regardless of not if you fit or not. Exactly. And I, yeah, and, and yeah. you know, in my, one of my previous jobs, like the head honcho was a white butch lesbian, but she came from money. And, mm-hmm. you know, with me working as a youth worker and I was a I was a manager at the time, too, you know. See, so, I remember this job. I know. Yeah. You, and you know I what I'm about talking about. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even with that, it was like I exceeded the um the goals that uh, more than any uh, person in the pre in, in the, uh, my position previously to me has ever had. Like I've, I've you know, exceeded that. And with, I was short staffed now, but yet. I was the the um I was the most underpaid staff member and I had a higher degree than my staff and she was getting paid more than me and she was a white woman. She was also Girl, a lesbian. That's another comment. Let me tell you something now. That conversation <laughs> don't you done triggered me, done triggered me on my own Listen, podcast. Yeah, that's a whole I'm different. sorry, I'm but sorry. T- no, no, but that's tough. I know what you're saying though, because yeah, I never and that's something I I'm happy you brought it up because you know, people still forget that that when you know, girl, hey, this Heck I is. am so for it. I'm at every LGBT rally I can go to because I'm definitely an ally. Yeah. And I think people forget one of my when I was young, I mean when I was probably about 20 years old, I had a gay friend tell me, and this is not the conversation. Listen, because I'm for it. So people were like, he was like, Why would I choose to be a minority? Why would I choose to be hated? Why would I choose to be this? You right. Know? And it, it I'm telling you, I was young, and keep in mind, you and I are from the the same place. So you know, right. very conservative, very black and white, and you know I grew up really really christian mm-hmm. and when and it was just that comment that he made to me that changed my perspective and i'm so blessed to have met him at 20 because right. that's when i started dressing it differently but when i hear people your stories i'm like yeah this is a woman so they already look down on us we a woman yeah then you black so they already think we ain't shit mm-hmm. and then you add on that another minority which is sexual orientation that makes it that's so tough so when i hear your story i'm like this is why i march yeah. this is why i support the lgbt community because this ain't right For you know sure. yeah well, we appreciate so, that we, we need more allies to help you know everybody else understand yeah, no, I'm so happy. And you know what? So and I and it's so funny. So we have 47 minutes and I have to wrap it up. And I'm sad, yeah. man, because yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying this conversation. <laughs> yeah, me too. We got to do this another time. You know, I'm definitely yeah. looking forward. So let me ask you this because I never want to leave. I know you. Okay, so are you a real estate agent now? I am not. Um, I actually just, I invested into Airbnb business. Like I got my LLC. I got a website because I was going to do that first. But I just haven't passed my broker license. That's the only thing that's keeping me from becoming a real estate agent, a license. That's it. So, so you have to get, I thought you had to be an agent first and then a broker, but you can be well, a no, broker. No, you can be a, you can be like a sales agent, like, you know, like assistant to a broker, but, um, I haven't chose it cause I want to get my license so I can just be a regular, you know, so I could just be on my own, you know, work for an agency. So if someone's in the Indianapolis area, you have Airbnbs that can rent. I don't yet. Um, but one of my friends does. But I'm I'm looking for that. So like if you if you know anybody that has any like apartments or any property manager that has vacancy, um, and they they want they they want occupancy, you know what I mean? Um, I can help them by getting occupancy, you know, for their their vacant um apartments or homes just by making an Airbnb and going into partnership with them. So I have all the tools and I know you know the system on how to make that work to where they're still getting their rent every month. Plus, maybe, you know, interest, you know what I mean? And, you know, I provide my own cleaning services and so forth and everything, you know. So that's Well, go that's ahead and plug your is. website. Plug your website. So my website is jasminshomestays.com. And it's J-S-M-I-N-E. And then home and stays.com. Um, I'm going to check it out. Appreciate uh, you. Need get, you need to get your ass down here because Airbnb, you can literally have a box under a bridge. And you feel like, me? $200 a night in uh, Miami Beach. <laughs> I, I definitely just got to step out of my comfort zone. You know, it's it's really just been me leaving leaving my, my son behind. You know, yeah. that's the only thing that's been holding me back. But it's, it's time because I want to have a better life for me and for him. Right. So, but I know the I, potential. I get it. No, I can't wait. I can't wait. Listen, this you got to call before you walk, first of all. Right. Exactly. So you handle Indianapolis and you come down here and blow up because I'm telling you, it, it will always rent. That's why I believe in it down here. Like no property is a bad investment down here because it will always rent. Always. Yeah, you heck know? yeah. So, well, Jazz, it's been great talking to you. I will hit you up after we let, after we finish this recording. But otherwise, you have a great rest of your day. Likewise. You too, love. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. Thank you so much, Jasmine, for that wonderful uh, interview. Um, I could have talked to you for another hour, and I try to keep these episodes under an hour, so uh, very enjoyable. And um, you really turned me on to something. I think 
like I said, I don't fight men. I don't fight anyone actually, but I think next time I wish I would have had I wish I would have had this podcast about 10 months ago because I would have stole this person's remote controls. That's what exactly what I would have done just to ruin their day. <laughs> so that's if anyone takes away anything from this episode, please take away stealing a remote control. That's like that's that's great. That's that's a I'll put that in my handbook of like dating. So one of the terms you probably heard me use during the episode was U-Haul lesbian. Now, let me be very clear. I don't like to use terms um, that can be seen disrespectful, right? So I will make fun of, you know, straight people all all day long. It's kind of like one of those subcultures, right? Like people in the LGBT plus community make fun of each other and they use names and terms amongst each other that I would never say. Kind of like the black community would say things to each other that someone else from another community cannot say. So I try to stick away from stereotypical terms. However, the word was used and I do want to let my audience know what that means. So the slang word U-Haul lesbian is a term used for lesbians who get attached very quickly. It's a, it's kind of like a joke that is in the community, right? So basically it's like lesbians go on the first date on the, the second date is them moving in. <laughs> so I think we clearly saw that with, um, you know, Jazz and her second story, right? The girl was like all on her and wanted to move in. So I just gave you the Urban Dictionary um, definition. I'm going to tell you right now what Wikipedia says. So it says the U-Haul lesbian or the U-Haul syndrome is a stereotype of lesbian relationships, referring to the joke that lesbians tend to move in together on the second date. Like I said, it suggests an extreme inclination towards committed relationships. It can be considered either complimentary or pejorative, depending on the context. So there you have it. So w- will this be something I say about people? No. If I know, if I have a lesbian girlfriend, I'm like, girl, she's going to move in on the second date. I definitely wouldn't use this term. However, within the community, it is used. So thank you so much for that interview, Jazz. And thank everyone for listening to the end. Now, keep in mind, there will be no episodes in December. So we are down to our final few. And then I'll be back, of course, in the new year with season two of Don't Save the Date. So I appreciate everyone who's followed me up until now. Um, I appreciate everyone who shared my page. I want to send a special shout out to um, Zuri, who has literally shared my page like every week she shared it. And I really, really appreciate that. Thank you so much for the love and support, right? Because I'm not being compensated for this, but I genuinely do enjoy talking to you all. And I genuinely do enjoy sharing these stories, right? And it gives us some insight um, into like everyone's dating life. And that's exactly what this podcast is for. So um, I would like to, I'm still interviewing. So even though you won't get episodes, I am still interviewing people to ensure that I have a nice um, library of um, interviews to provide to you all. If anyone would like to be on and um, has a story for me, please, please hit me up because I want to have your perspective too. I'm also wanting to focus on inter- interracial relationships. So if anyone is in an interracial relationship, I don't know why that's stumbling me. Um, please hit me up. I would love to have you on too. So um, that's a conversation I want to have because there are some things uh, that need to be addressed and it's I don't, I can talk about it forever, right? If anyone who knows me knows that's pretty much primarily my dating life, but I don't want this to be um, an opinion podcast. I want it to be a conversational podcast. So I would love to have someone else on to chat about it with. Um, so please don't forget to follow me and don't say the date underscore pod. Don't forget, you can leave a, a one minute message on there. If you go to Anchor, it's all the links are on my Instagram. If you want to be a sponsor on my show, please hit me up. My email is on there. You can DM me. My number's on there. You have all the ways of getting a hold of me. So if you want to sponsor my show in season two, if you want to be in season two, if you want to be the last one in season one, um, maybe you have a great story I can end with. Let me know um, if you want to buy me a house on the coast of, you know, I don't know. Argentina, that's fine too. Whatever you want to do, just let me know. All my information is on the website, or excuse me, on the Instagram page. Don't say the date underscore pod. Until then, thank you and have a great Wednesday.